Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, it's Christine Jewell. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Today, I'm, you know, I want to talk about the sense of restlessness that we experience sometimes and our addiction, yes, addiction, default mode of overcomplicating everything in our life. You know, um, it's something that has just come up so often in my coaching calls. It's something that I experience in my own life. And I was on a call earlier today as I was preparing with, with a team. I'll be speaking at an event in a few weeks, um, heading out west. I'm excited to go and, and speak at one of my clients' um, summits. And, you know, we were talking about state, shifting the state of the room, you know, getting people to a place where they would be open, that they would be receptive, that they would be able to retain the information that we have. And we were having a discussion that we are in the world of overload. We are in a world of overwhelm. There is information coming at us, being dumped on us like 24 seven at every turn, at every corner, there's a ping, there's a ding, there's an email, there's somebody wanting something of us. And you can feel the tension of just being pulled, pulled, pulled as if there's like a million suction cups attached to you all the time. So how do we, you know, really break free, like cut those cords so that we can actually be present, be where we're at, retain this information. And so as we were chatting, you know, one of my roles going out there is obviously to hold space and to, to bring some state shifts to the room, to state, uh, shift the mindset in the room, to shift the physical state of people in the room. Because here's the deal. I may have said this on a previous podcast, but it's so worth repeating that when we hear something or when we look at something, most of it is forgotten almost immediately. Almost half the information that we look at, that we receive, we just don't retain it. Within the hour, 50% of it is gone. Within 24 hours, 70% of it is like, zoop, it's evaporated, right? We just like don't remember. This is why we'll have a conversation. How many arguments have you been in with someone or you've shared something with your spouse, with your children, with a coworker? And you're like, we literally just had this conversation. And they're like, what? No, maybe you're on the end and on the other end. And you're thinking like, do I have some short-term memory loss thing going on? Like, I'm just not retaining information. And you know, we are in the world of overwhelm. And so this is what I really see. You know, when I, when I work with clients, you know, a lot of the stuff that's coming is just they're overwhelmed. We're overwhelmed with so much information, so many choices, right? And this anxiousness that comes up in knowing like, which way do I go? What do I do? And again, I apologize if I'm repeating what I said last time because I've just been really in this space. 
but it's how do we sort? How do we sift? How do we cut these cords and come back and get grounded? And I just want to today really come back to the conversation that if you are feeling restless in your soul, restless in your body, restless in your mind, your mental body, your emotional body, you know, this conversation is, is for you. And I want to invite you into the shift coming back to simplicity for a moment, cutting ties, cutting cords with complexity and overwhelm and needing to cram so much into our day and our life and cram, 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 because we have all this fear of missing out, but really to slow down so that we can speed up. And of course, you know, one of these, these things is being able to self-reflect, being able to look at ourselves and notice the restlessness instead of just letting that anxiousness, that freneticness to hijack us, to take over our state. And then we start making poor decisions. We start initiating on the wrong things. We say yes to the wrong projects and we get, we get frustrated, right? We get frustrated. We're trying to push things and force things along. So for those of us that are restless, for those of us that are feeling overwhelmed with what's going on with the workload, for, for those of us that know, man, something's got to shift. Something has got to shift inside. I want to invite you to consider a couple things. And of course, I'm going to start with a plug right here, right now about my upcoming training, Prosper, the Kingdom Way to Thriving in Chaotic Times. It is coming up September 27th. We're going to do the live one September 27th. Make sure you check out the link in the show notes. Get registered for that because I'm going to be unpacking the characteristics, the character, the identity of the man or woman, the leader who is a multiplier when it seems like the rest of the world is contracting. One who prospers, that means her journey goes well, his journey goes well. It doesn't mean there's no hiccups or speed bumps. It means that we're able to continue to navigate without totally falling apart, getting derailed, but that we prosper financially, relationally, emotionally, right? Spiritually in our journey. We are in some crazy times. We're in some crazy times right now. And you know, every time I've been, I've been kind of stepping away from social media lately because it seems like every other post, everybody has a commentary about either the fires or AI or the next, you know, showdown with this pandemic and what's going on in politics. And there's so many opinions and people, you know, we love to, to have our say, we love to put our two cents in, but I want to warn you, I want to warn you. Be very careful of what give, you give your attention to, what you give your ear to, what you entertain. You hear me say this all the time because what we entertain, we invite. We not only invite to begin to take root in our heart, in our mind, in our nervous system, but we begin to meditate and ruminate and think about these things and talk about these things. We become so unaware of how much distraction, how much this robs us of our bandwidth, of our creative bandwidth, of the current work that we're called to do, our authorized work right here. And we start getting derailed and distracted and divided and in these useless debates and, you know, worrying about what's happening in the future. And, and then again, we introduce even more chaos and even more disorder and even more, um, distraction into our world. So I would say right now, you know, one of the characteristics is head down, head down, head up, right? Meaning like right here, right now, I, I know what I'm here to do. I know the work that is in front of me. I know exactly what my calling is right now. I'm not going to take the bait and I'm not going to get baited 
with all these little things trying to distract me and pull me in a hundred different directions, but I can stay grounded. I can stay right here. I know the work that I'm called to do in this season of life. And I remain on focus, right? My gaze is focused. I'm in control of my state, my internal state, my internal environment. And so we go. So we're going to unpack the five characteristics of leaders who multiply and prosper in chaotic times and times where many people are overwhelmed and confused and there's complexity. And, you know, we've got to get out of our heads. We've got to connect deep with our hearts. We've got to get into the spirit. We have to begin to move, think, look at situations differently. So please take a moment. If you haven't done so, pause this, register for the masterclass, share it with somebody I'm really promoting this one because I have a, a message on my heart. I want to get out and uh, we'll offer time for Q&A and all that stuff. So that's that. Let's go back to this idea of restlessness, first of all. We go through these times, you know, I think at some level we all experience some restlessness because of the amount of information, you know, our desires. We want to do so much. We we live in this world that's designed the world system is designed so really to make us restless, to make us anxious, to make us in a race against time. But that is not the kingdom way, right? That's not God's design for us. We are, we are really entering into a time, I believe, where we are being called to slow down, to go inward and upward, to become even more aware, self-aware, conscious about what we're creating at home in our businesses. We are in the midst of a grand restructuring, an internal restructuring, right? Of our hearts, the, what our hearts were fixated on, what, what we were committed to building and creating and the how, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, go back to that. So I really do believe that we are in a time of restructuring, a time of getting things back in order, a time of a lot of eyes opening, right? A lot of eyes opening, waking up to what's going on, that the old ways of doing things are not working for us. And maybe it's in your business, maybe it's in your marriage, maybe it's in anything, but we have got to pay attention. And so I don't, I want to be clear that sometimes we experience this restlessness and what we tend to want to do is just shove it aside, right? There's a restlessness. It could literally be like restless leg syndrome, uh, a little bit of anxiety that shows up, a racing mind. This restlessness shows up in a lot of things. It can be like chronic dissatisfaction. We're doing the work. We've always done it. We're like experts, but we are no longer fulfilled. We are no longer satiated with our work. We are no longer excited about it. There is a, there's a lifelessness about it. And what used to light us up is now stressing us out, right? So pay attention. So this, this tendency to want to just shove aside, power through, force through, keep going, just get things done, right? So we, we have these tendencies to either shove it aside and ignore it, ignore, avoid, right? Shove it down, suppress it, ignore it, and hopefully it'll go away. Well, you know what that happens. What you ignore just starts to like build up and build up and build up over time. Well, you try to force down, builds up until it explodes one day. So that doesn't work, right? The restlessness, sometimes we try to soothe it or put a Band-Aid on it, right? Sometimes we drink that glass of wine or we take a little sleeping pill or we do a little something here or a little something there and we're, we're sticking a bunch of Band-Aids on things. Maybe we watch a movie, we check out, we escape. We do things to try to give us that pacifier, 
pacify us for a moment, right? Make us feel better for a moment. It's like, it's like a toddler. We stick the pacifier in our mouth. It's like, okay, for a moment I feel good, but it doesn't really fix the root of what's going on. And so what, when we have this restlessness, you know, notice what are my tendencies? What, how do I handle? Who am I? Like when this restlessness comes up, am I fighting it? Am I starting to beat myself up that I'm restless, right? Some of us are like trying to fight it and we're, we're beating ourselves up for feeling that way. And we're, we're, we're taking extra coffee. We're taking extra this. We're escaping. We've got all this surface level stuff, but we're not slowing down. Sometimes we even try to speed up because that seems like, okay, I just got to do more. I got to get more things in. I'm, I'm in a race. Notice, be aware. Self-awareness is step one, right? You cannot change anything if you do not have awareness of it. Once we have awareness, now we can move into conscious decision around something. So I want to invite you to consider where are you feeling restless in your life right now? I actually think it's a beautiful gift for us to experience this. And just to begin to, to have a conversation with that, right? Like what is your, what, is, what feels out of integrity? What feels out of alignment? What is creating this friction for us? And really, I, I love to ask the question, like, what is my soul, right? Longing for craving, you know, what is missing deeper inside? Because we, we try to grasp all these external things and we're trying to get the next shiny object, buy the next thing, go out for another date, you know, get somebody to do what we want them, close the next deal. But we know that none of that stuff, none of that, it makes us feel better for long term. It maybe sticks a pacifier in our mouth for a day, a weekend, but then we're just like right back at it. There is not that peace, that fulfillment in our soul, in our hearts. Our, there's not that ease and peace in our body, in our nervous system. So the restlessness, number one is slow down. I, I invite people to really like, when, when we're working together, to begin to slow down their thinking. Imagine that you're watching a movie in slow motion. Can I slow down the speed of my thoughts? Can I slow down? Can I begin to observe what's happening in slow motion? And can I, number two, go inwards, right? Can I give some attention, meaning I'm, I'm going to look at this, not fixate on it. I want to pay attention and start asking better questions. What is this restlessness about? And again, a lot of these podcast episodes, you guys, I'm literally sit here and I flip through my journal. I have so many things that come up that I ask myself. A lot of these are journaling questions I ask myself, things that I'm working through with clients. And, and really, you know, when I look at what I wrote recently, when I notice that I'm in this tension, I'm in this, this sort of just feeling a contraction. It's like, what is this restlessness all about? What is no, what is no longer in integrity? And here's the thing. I will just encourage you to write down like bullet points. What are the thoughts? What are the lies? Cause sometimes we have this thing and I'm just looking at some of them, you know, I'm so far behind. I see everybody else doing it and figuring it out and I'm totally off. I, I don't know what's going to happen next, right? There's all this like, thinking that's going on and like a barrage all the time. And a lot of those belief systems might be lies. A lot of those thoughts that we're meditating on and ruminating on are actually just lies. Like they're just not even true. So that restlessness could come from subconsciously just be meditating on 
over and over again, thinking about processing lies, things that are just completely not true. So we can just address those right out the gate and be like, okay, is this helpful? Is this true? If it's a no, let's move on. So what is not an integrity, right? And I love that question of what's missing? What is my soul, my spirit really craving for? And I think that when we when we get clear on um, you know, what is no longer working for us, we got to get radically honest with that one. Sometimes it's the amount of work. It's how we're working. It might be how much, how, you know, what, what we're giving all of our attention or our affection to, where we're placing all of our value, where we're waiting on other people to always make decisions or to always move. And we just feel like a puppet. It might be that, you know, what's no longer working is just the way that we have not been caring for our health. We've not been paying attention. It might be the work, um, the clients, anything like just paying attention to God, like, where is this grading, this friction coming from? Where, where am I not in the right space, right? I'm not heading in, the, in alignment in the right way. And it's a powerful question. What am I still, what am I trying to force here? That's just a no, right? The scariest part, the scariest part sometimes is asking this question because we know once we answer it, right, this isn't working anymore. And I desire something different. I long, I long for something different. You know, forget about desire even, but like there's a longing in our heart. There's a longing in our spirit. There's a longing for, for more, for something different. And, but we're so used to the familiar, and so when we ask like, what's not working, that can actually be very terrifying, right? Because now we know if I answer that question, this is not working, then I'm going to be called, convicted, moved to actually do, take action to do something different. And for a lot of us, whether we're aware of it or not, we're kind of like trying to mm, run away from the responsibility of actually changing the way we show up changing the course of action because again, we're so used to the old way, right? That's how we need our money. That's how we ran our relationships. Like I just know, we just know what we know and the unknown. Well, the unknown is scary. How do I know what that's going to look like? How do I know how it's going to work out? Well, you don't know it's the unknown. <laughs> so this is where we get to really begin to take a deep breath and we get to slow down. And we get to be in the discomfort for a moment or a season as we begin to pay attention, but not become taken over. We begin to observe what are all those thoughts, you know, the belief systems that are outdated, that are lies, that are rules. I think there's a great book a long time ago. I read The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. It was years ago. And he talked about the rules, the bullshit rules, right? That we still believe are true. And sometimes we need to take a moment to go like this outdated rule, this like legal thing that I have been establishing as a protocol for my life is total BS. It just does not even resonate with my values, with my principles anymore, but I've been letting it run my life, right? We have these rules around what a marriage looks like, you know, what our business should look like, what our employees should be doing, what we should be doing, like everything. And I'm just thinking of one that comes up a lot for my clients is when they want to take a family trip or a vacation. And then there's like all this guilt because there's this old program that, you know, if you take vacations, you're lazy, or if you are not working, you're lazy. And so we, we go and it's a weekend with our family or we're going on a family trip. And then we're just, we're, we're feeling guilty and lazy the whole time. And there's this restlessness all the time because we 
fault of faulty program running, a set of rules that are completely out of integrity, out of alignment with our principles, with our values. They need to be upgraded, right? We are in need of an upgrade. We got to upgrade those operating systems. So, and I love that. I love challenging my operating systems. Your brain, your thinking is malleable. Your thinking is designed to stretch. You can build new neural pathways. You know, neurogenesis is real. Like we can, it doesn't matter if you're 50, if you're 10, if you're 90, like you can forge new neural pathways. You can create new belief systems. That is the beautiful thing about our mind. The mental body is that it it's expand. We can always be growing, always expanding once we choose that way. There's a lot of us still stuck in a fixed mindset, but I know that's not who I'm talking to. And lately that has been one of my prayers consistently. And I talked about that two episodes ago or three episodes again, where I've been praying, Lord, stretch, God, stretch the way that I think challenge me, stretch my belief system, stretch the way that I look at things, the way that I engage with things. Like if there's faulty programming, bring it to the surface, right? I want to see it. And again, dangerous prayers, right? Like dangerous prayers, because once you pray, he'll show you, right? He asks and you shall receive. And so I love it. And it's also like, get ready for the ride, right? You like, you got to embrace your spirit of adventure because if you ask, I, I always say, do not ask a question. Do not pray for something that you do not want the answer to, because we do literally have a God that comes through and that's the way the entire universe is created, right? Like we, we send something out, we receive it back. And so we have to be conscious about what we're asking for, the state that we're asking for it in, and then be ready, be ready to get the answer. But I want to go back to the thing that want, a lot of us are hesitating on doing that inner work of excavating, excavating our belief system, excavating what we're really committed to, right? What we're really devoted to, what is really ruling us? Because we don't want to like, maybe we know the answer below the surface, but we don't actually want to become fully responsible for taking ownership over it changing direction, because that would mean that we have to move into unfamiliar territory. That means that we will have to lean into the place of unfamiliarity. Is that a word? I think so. Right. And, and this is why I say like part of this work, this inner work is embracing the great unknown, embracing the spirit of adventure. And yeah, I, I love adventure. I'm a great adventure junkie. I love to always go out and stretch and but it's still scary, right? It's scary and it's exciting. And I want to invite you to get out of this comfy place, the comfy couch, the, the place of familiarity, the lie of comfort, which there is no such thing. The only thing that you can guarantee is that change is going to happen. That is the only thing that is constant in the world is that things change. Okay. God is always on the move. Life is always evolving. Very few things stay the same except for God. He is unchanging. He is the same, but everything around us is always changing. And when we try to grip and hold on and hold on to the past, we're, we're holding on to an illusion. It's impossible. Okay. So the scariest part is, is opening our eyes and saying, yeah, like what is no longer working? What is no longer an integrity? What, what is my soul longing for? And then actually opening your hands to release the grip of those things, to be able to lean into the place of discomfort. And I want to, you know, go back to this simplicity thing for a moment, because as we lean in, I want to ask you, like, what are you committed to creating in your life? And 
I say this often. I think I say it all the time. I write it. I remind myself of it, that God is not a God of complexity, but he is a God of order, of clarity and simplicity in a way. Like there's so much power in simplicity, like purity, pure power in simplicity. And sometimes we are really committed. I'm going to go back to where I started. We are committed to this idea, this belief system, this pattern that everything has to be super hard, super complicated, super difficult. And if it's not, we find a way to make it. So we receive a simple text and we have to turn it into a whole other thing, right? We receive an invitation somewhere and we start stressing about what is it going to look like? Who's going to be there? What's going to be involved? Am I going to be able to close deals? Like we turn the simplest things the simplest compliment, the simplest request, the simplest opportunity of a door opening, we begin to pile on all this extra unnecessary stuff that weighs us down. So for today, if you are restless, I want to invite you to begin to lighten your load, to begin to commit to more simplicity, commit to more clarity, right? Commit to slowing down, commit to paying attention to being present and noticing what is working. Let me double down on that. What is not working? Let me release that. Let me open myself up to a different way. And, and you got to take the time to go inward and ask yourself some of these questions, right? Are you committed to keeping the past, the familiarity uh, like intact and you're so focused on that? Or are you committed to creating the new? And I, I do believe that we are in a time, we are in an era, we are in that place where God is calling us to create the new, to bring the heart back into business, to bring the heart and the soul and the spirit back in to the way we engage with one another, to stop all of this mechanical transacting, like to really bring the heart and soul back into the world, right? Into the way that we interact and the way we do everything in our lives. That's what the last episode was about. The way we create, the way that we build so that things are sustainable, so that they multiply, so that they require less of our energy to keep them alive because we're co-creating. We're co-creating with God. What are you committed to? If you're restless, if you have experienced restlessness, either physically in your body, because again, all physical disorders are manifestations usually of a mental, emotional, or spiritual root. If your body is physically restless, it means that you're either mentally restless, emotionally restless, right? I mean, we're not processing emotions. We're engaging with, with something and not learning how to process what maybe it's fear, maybe it's guilt, maybe it's shame, maybe it's anxiousness, or, you know, there's a desire that's not getting met. And we, we're, we're restless because we don't know how to process, how to engage with that emotion, how to feel it, how to express it, right? We, we're craving something and we don't know how to access it. So what's going on emotion? If there's an emotional restlessness, I'm craving love. I'm longing for love. I'm longing for connection. And it's just, we're not in the space where we're connecting with others at that level. There'll be a restlessness. We're out of, out of integrity, right? So we have to come back and, and start to go back to the heart of things, right? So if there's an emotional restlessness, well, what is no longer working? Fear. Great. What is it that I crave more of? More connection, more love. Great. Go out there and just begin to connect with people, right? Do loving things like speak words of love. We've, it's, it's simple. <laughs> it's 
simple, but not easy. They're simple shifts, but our brain loves to complicate them and make them way harder, way more difficult than they need to be. And that's where we get in the way. That's where we literally block the flow of things in our life. And we bottleneck, we bottleneck our businesses, we bottleneck our relationships, we we become the bottleneck because we love complexity. All right, so I want to wrap this up. I went through a couple things. I'm going to do a quick recap. If you are restless, my loves, perhaps it's time for a shift, right? A shift, a shift from complexity to simplicity. A shift means slow down, right? Can we slow down? Can we begin to observe, to engage differently, right? Let's look at what are the things that are creating us restless. Let's challenge are some of those things lies, BS truths that are not actual truths, right? They're just things we've been entertaining for a long time. They're outdated programs, right? What is the truth? What are we here to actually move forward and create? What is no longer working? right? And what are you committed to? Are you committed to moving forward? Are you committed to holding on to the past? What does it look like? Because I got to tell you this, none of us are going back. <laughs> Whatever it is that it was, we're not going back. We, we crave the good old days. We get nostalgic. You know, when we're always trying to go backwards, we fall into sadness. We fall into grief. We fall into like hopelessness and despair because we're not going back. We can celebrate the past. We can appreciate the past. We can learn from the past but we're not going back there. We can remember and bring forward some of the gifts of the past to help us create the new, but let's begin to move forward and stay here today. We create in the now, but we're moving forward towards a vision of what we're here to create. And I want to suggest that whatever that vision is on your heart, whatever that thing is that God's calling you right now to build, to create, to restructure in your business, in your marriage, in your health, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to feel heavy. It doesn't have to burden you. And you certainly do not have to go alone. You can go and you can move through with rest in your spirit. You really can. You can move forward with a peace in your bones, like in your body that, that will help guide you. You can move forward with clarity. You can move forward sim with simplicity. And I highly, highly am a big advocate of this. That it's like, if it's complicated, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's one of my new rules, right? The old rules, my BS rules was like, oh, it can't be this easy. It can't be this simple, right? It's got to be harder. I have to add more bells and whistles. And, that. and you know how it is. You know, these electric cars right now, they've got all these bells and whistles and electrical panels and this and that, and everything breaks down and it's a headache to fix. And you never know which, which compartment to look in. I'm thinking about my Acura MDX right now. I have this beautiful car. But when I got the car upgraded a few years ago, everything in this car is electric. And then it was like a demon took over this car or something because it started having these lights going off and the alarms started going off in the middle of the night. And it was so random and nobody could figure out like, what is going on with this car? We kept taking it to the dealership. Dealerships couldn't figure it out. We looked it up on YouTube. There was a whole slew of people that owned Acura MDXs that were like, what is going on with these cars? They're just like hijacked, right? It's the lights are going off. The alarms are going off. The batteries are dying. 
take it to the dealership. We can't get the parts for them. Why it's so complicated. The parts are on back order since COVID, since 2020, these parts are on back order. So now we're talking about having a vehicle, not just me, but many people who own this vehicle with literal parts that can't be fixed. Why? Because we've created such complexity. I think that's one of the reasons. There are other reasons, <laughs> but you know, and Mark and I were joking the other day, but we said, you know, we're going to get an old school car, like old school. We're like, it's got radio buttons and no electric things. We want like an old school truck. We want an old school car that just gets us around. That's easy. You just change the oil, you know, change the gas and mechanics are easy. And we were kind of joking, but we are actually considering it. But it just makes me wonder, you know, how much unnecessary complexity do we add in? And how much do we actually need? And how much do we actually want? Because what is it that we really want at the core, right? It's nice to have all the extra bells and whistles and everything, but a lot of times it just creates more headaches for us. So just noticing, noticing, what are you committed to? What are you committed to creating in this season of your life? And um, I'm excited to support those of you who are moving into the space of simplicity. So if you are someone that has been experiencing a lot of restlessness in your soul, in your physical body, right? Through your health, mentally with anxiety or mental fatigue or whatever, you know, pay attention in your spirit. There's restlessness in our spirit means that God is calling us back into relationship. Like our spirit is craving to deepen in spiritual connection, right? If your body is restless, it's craving to move towards more vitality, more health, more homeostasis, more balance. If your mindset, your mental body is congested and restless, it's craving spaciousness, clarity, right? Simplicity, like downtime. You know, we got to pay attention, but we do the opposite. So I want to encourage you, if you have been experiencing the restlessness in your soul, the longing in your heart, you know there's something more you want to create, you're unsure how to bridge the gap, make sure that one of two things, number one, you either register for the masterclass that's coming up, click on the link below, or two, you fill out the application for us to get on a call, see if I can support you in the next steps. We share a little bit about our coaching programs. And so there's an application there that will be sent to my team where we can just reach out to you and kind of point you in the right direction of how we can best support you. You guys, I wanna just thank you again for being here with me today. Let's celebrate more simplicity, more slowing down in our lives, more operating from a place of rest, right? True rest. Are we rested enough to do our most important work? Are we rested enough to enjoy our family? Are we rested and present to really do the work that matters? Or just are we running around like chickens with our head cut off, distracted, overcomplicating everything, reacting, right? That is not the way that we are designed to live, operate, and certainly not build anything sustainable from that state. So if you guys enjoyed the show, please go ahead and pass it on, share it with somebody. I love to hear and read your reviews. If you haven't done so, make sure you subscribe and review. Until next time, thank you for being here. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, 
a game-changing assessment tool and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.